So it's the same old thing. Please, since you're a fan of This Is True Really, go to your doctor. Get checked out. Could be a physical problem. Yep. And if that doesn't work, ask your doctor for a referral to someone who does the... You like that? I did. He pointed to his head for those of you listening. Oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) Pointing to my head, then making my fingers smaller to imply head shrinker. Where was I going with this? I have no idea. You were doing the tease. Please like, subscribe, and whatever. Yep. Was it like, subscribe, and or follow? Oh, yeah. And follow. This is true, really. And have all your friends do that so that we can stop this and I don't get lost in these weird dark alleys in my brain. Talk to the other inmates where you live. They're not talking to me. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Oh, you mean them. <sighs> Sorry. What? So if you, what? So if you're in Glasgow. Hang on, it's Phil. I'll be right there. Okay. <laughs> is he a rabbit? If you're in Glasgow and looking... stupid, that's Harvey. (laughs) Is Harvey there too? No, he's on vacation. So Actually, he's he's on holiday. (laughs) If you're in Glasgow and looking to rent a small office, and I mean small... Oh! I I may have just the place for you. Okay. Small and compact space, ideal for solo working. Located on the first floor of a tenement building in Patrick. The space has its own private entrance. Included is fiber broadband connection, two desks, mini fridge, toilet, and sink, underfloor heating, lamps, main supply, and kettle. It's a nice quiet spot and was recently converted. Available from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and would provide keys to longer-term renters. The office space rents for about 50 bucks a week. Landlord hasn't got much of a response yet. He's done better with the internet trolls, actually. Uh, See, what he's done is convert a bathroom into an office. One key feature is the toilet is right next to the desk. So if you've got to finish something for a client but are suffering from a nonspecific intestinal apocalypse, you got that going for you. You're right there. Where was this when people were in college? (laughs) Right Man, every dorm room should be designed like that, from what I've been told. Yeah. So, Olympic equestrians competing in the jumping qualifier. I watched none of this in the Olympics, all right? I'm sorry. Usually, I like to watch the horsey stuff. Yeah. But everything was so weird. What channel was it on? What time was it on? Why was it on? I saw some video of Tom Selleck's daughter. How in the world did Tariko let himself get involved with this? Olympic <laughs> equestrians competing in the jumping qualifier on August 3rd had to overcome a particularly spooky obstacle, according to the Associated Press story. The jumps and barriers were decorated, I guess, in Japanese themes. And next to number 10 is a life-size crouching sumo wrestler that horses and riders approach from behind. British writer Harry Charles put it succinctly. As you come around, you see a big guy's butt. I'm sure he didn't say that, but hey. We've cleaned it up. Several of the horses in the competition pulled up before the jump. <laughs> What's that clown going to do? Penelope Le Provost of France <laughs> had her horse 
do the old stop He balked at an obstacle. That, of course, gets you penalty points, affecting mm-hmm. the team's entry into the finals. <laughs> Teddy Volk of Israel said, you know, horses don't like to see a guy like looking intense right next to a jump, looking like he's ready to fight you. Mm-hmm. You think? The good news, on August 6th, three days later, the AP reports the sumo wrestler was removed from the obstacle course. They also took out a nearby patch of cherry trees that riders thought were spooking the horses as well. Oh, for Pete's sake. What do the horses train on? They cherry don't tree with, plantation. They don't train with cherry trees and sumo wrestlers. And horses are weird that way because if you make a change, it looks like a whole different course to them. It so they're drives like them nuts. People. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them. Yeah. Speaking of people. Wilbur. A combination of administrative backlogs and a spike in the COVID-19 deaths have resulted in some 1,000 unburied coffins at Rotoli Cemetery in Palermo, Sicily. As you may be aware, Sicily is also experiencing a severe heat wave. Oh, the best of all worlds. (laughs) If you put these two circumstances together, what do you get? Hecky. Even better. No. Exploding coffins. See, cadavers. Oh, the bloat. (laughs) Plenty of gases. And when you heat them sufficiently, poof. So they don't embalm. Mm. This uh, boom in exploding coffins has resulted in them being stored in offices, on shelves, and in tents. Now there's a rush to bury them, and it's not just the heat. Thunderstorms are forecast. And last year, a flash flood swept through a major cemetery in Palermo, leaving (laughs) caskets floating in the rainwater. It's like mining a harbor. Sun comes back out. Boom. You could not write this. You can't make this up. If you tried to pitch this in Hollywood, as weird as Hollywood is, they would lap you out of the office. Exactly. Sad. Sarah Weaver and her husband found their dream farmhouse in Shipwreck, Shippack, Shippack, Skippack. It's a place in Pennsylvania, which has too many syllables and not enough consonants let's just say it's let's just say it's from wales say if nobody can pronounce it if you took the word skip and pack and put them together in pennsylvania they bought it in december in a bit of a rush they decided to forego the inspection Hmm. but they did note that the seller's disclosure mentioned bees in wall it wasn't however until the the weather warmed up that the weavers became aware of the extent of the bees in wall uh-oh. When Alet Latanzi, a, zoo, a beekeeper in the area, came to remove them in late July, he eventually ended up with 450,000 bees comprising three separate colonies. According to CNN, the weavers paid $12,000 for the removal, which involved taking slat tiles off the outside wall one by one. Beekeeper Latanza estimates the bees had been there for, well, he would guess 35 years or so. Did they at least get to keep the honey? That's what I'm wondering, right? He'd been called to the residence once before, but the owner at that time didn't want to pay for the removal. Way to go. <laughs> when the weavers took ownership, the house was so dirty. And now that I'm thinking about it, I originally thought it was dirt on the windows that I cleaned out, but it was probably just honey because there were drip marks. I'm not sure you want that honey. Honey. 
I'm thinking even Winnie the Pooh might not want that hunter. Well, then, and there's this hum going on in the house all the time. Constant, right? I'm thinking, right? <laughs> we tend to have every once in a while wasps. Yeah. Yeah. So we know how to take care of those. You look at someone, give them a stick and say, here, try that. <laughs> it's entertainment. Uh, for the whole family. Actually, you tell the neighborhood and do a little picnic beforehand. It's kind of fun. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>